Yes. Have you uh, ever wished that you had some crazy form of technology from any of your wanted um, media sources? Uh, <laughs> it's a very open question, but yes, definitely. I like technology, and I like media. Um, I'm talking about your your fakes, your fakes technology, your your replicators, your Gundam wings. Oh. Um, your uh, claw hammer robots, your big old laser guns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand the question now. Um, you asked me this earlier. Uh, what did I say? I remember I mentioned the crazy charge rifle from Akira. You did. That I believe Kaneda the beam. had. Yes, yeah. the beam cannon. Um, the rainbow wig from Cyberpunk. That's a recent one that I liked. What was the other thing that I mentioned? I don't remember. I know I knew its name, and I was like, why do I know the name of these? <laughs> um, and of course, Evangelion. I, I mean, was about to yeah, say, because I was going to bring this up. I was like, what of, what of your Evangelions? <laughs> They're big fucking robots. Because big robots I generally tend to leave out because I think of them as characters almost. Yeah. But the thing about a giant robot for me I would really enjoy to just hop in a giant robot and have an experience, you know, go to yeah. a park, not uh, fight somebody. Exactly. Dude, fighting's like, <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys have been in uh, bumper cars before. Of course. I've, but yeah. like, so it's kind of jarring when somebody's going eight miles an hour <laughs> and runs into you. Um, I don't know how I would feel about being in a giant robot and just getting hit like 70 miles an hour while moving forwards about 50 miles an hour and just yeah. like the crunch of metal all the way around me as my teeth shatter. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely want to keep it low speed unless I was on like a track or something. Then I think it could be fun. Have you seen how fast the Gundam, the like big Gundam walks? I think so. Yeah. yeah and don't they start it out on a track? That's the thing I don't for think a lot it of comes giant robots. Off of the track, really. So there is. It's a full working Gundam. Yeah. But it's a. Oh, full you're talking about the real, real one. Yeah. Yeah. So I the, have seen that. Yeah, one. it moves like not fast. Like, and I think right. it it can walk and stuff, but they never take it off of its weird little track thing because yeah. it's just like on a landing pad. Is there a person in that one? There's not, right? I think there might be, but if there is, he's just straight up ornamental. Yeah. Like, he, there's no one controlling that thing from the inside. Because the huge problem with building that was it, Gundams don't make sense mechanically. <laughs> right. Like, and by don't make sense mechanically, like, it makes sense to build them the way that you would. But, like, energy-wise, producing the energy to make, like, those basic machine parts is just a shit ton. <laughs> yeah. so yeah you gotta kind of make that shit slow and like gear up and whatever you're not controlling that from one panel inside right but yeah that's they built it according to the cartoon and it doesn't so it doesn't make sense yeah it's a very faithful representation yeah it's, it's unfortunate because like there's no way in <laughs> hell that you could have a robot battle in it because if you just like had a normal jet with no one in it 
which we can build now. You just fly that into it, and it didn't get to move at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was super slow. And uh, Well, I mean, it's probably not. That's a size thing. It's probably going like 20 miles an hour. Yeah, I do wonder that, too. I mean... But that's still, like, not as fast as a jet. Right. Yeah, nowhere close to a jet. Yeah. But. That reminds me of, uh, we actually were talking about this over the holidays, <laughs> traveling by Zeppelin. Oh, dude. Just I... because planes are so cramped, and my wife was bringing up, like, oh, what if someone invented... A Zeppelin? No, just a, an airline that basically their thing was, like, we have plenty of space, and we kind of sit around in it, like, a casual way. Yeah, almost like a lobby or something where there's just kind of like so open like, chairs. And... So like a Zeppelin? <laughs> and that's what I said. I was like, that's kind of like a Zeppelin. Yeah. Do you know why we don't use Zeppelins and shit? Um, well, I know public opinion of them is very low after the, uh, the whole Hindenburg thing. Dude, that's not even why. That has <laughs> nothing to do with it, which is hilarious. And I recently found out that the Hindenburg wasn't even supposed to be filled with hydrogen. It was built to be filled with helium. Yeah. And there was a shipping error. Yeah. So they didn't get the helium on time. So they were just like, let's do the dangerous one instead. But uh, no, it's because you just can't fucking store helium properly. Oh, large amounts of it? Any amounts of it. So like when you get a helium tank, like yeah. our metal tanks, when we get them, there's like a 30% loss a year in that tank. Oh, When it's sealed. Because... Helium's tiny, 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 and it's yeah. super light. So once it's out, it's gone forever, which we have like the whole helium shortage thing or whatever. But that wasn't How even... does that differ from hydrogen, though? Because we can store hydrogen. We can just make hydrogen. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're not worried <laughs> about that rare. shit going away. Yeah. Um, specifically, like certain kinds of helium is like the helium we're actually worried about. Because we can make lighter than air helium if we wanted to it's kind of toxic to do but the only way to like make the helium that we use for like massive cooling systems and to like make hard drives and shit is enriching uranium <laughs> which is specifically something we try not to do anymore yeah so there's that weird whole crunch but yeah that the whole thing is you just can't store it so even before we fucking had a clue that helium was even really that important. We we're like, yeah, but we can't put it into tanks because the way we store helium in mass is we just keep it in caves. And that's hundreds of feet of rock and we still have loss in it. I mean, the Hindenburg made like 36 successful flights. Correct. <laughs> Filled with fucking helium. <laughs> yeah. And so we were just like, man, I wonder how fast that really went, right? Like, it seems kind of slow and kind of fast. I would seem like 40 miles an hour. I think that is kind of approximately... We're going to end up in a situation where we talk about knots, aren't we, Adam? <laughs> we mean, should probably actually just learn what knots are, being as this is the fourth or fifth time I know, we that keep knots have come up. up. Let's do um, it. Let's do it, it right now. It basically came down to like, well, it was faster than boats at the time, but it wasn't really that much faster. Like, I think it took like four days to cross the Atlantic by boat, yeah, which but is it, it took like which let's, three days by Zeppelin. Let's or something. be clear, insane. Even on <laughs> yeah. a boat, 
if you look at an ocean and you're like, I'm going to get on a thing and just float across that in an estimatable amount of time and arrive at a place that I wanted to, it's almost like they had things that worked on the curvature of the earth to direct them. I want to yeah, learn how to use this. 43 hours. So their whole, they even had a slogan, two days to Europe. <laughs> how is that a slogan? That's just a fucking bullet point of data. Yeah, I guess it's not a slogan. So well, I mean, like it's a slogan marking. if they were saying it. If they were just walking <laughs> yeah. up to you and being like, two days to Europe, and like smiling and shaking your hand and walking away with nothing else involved, I would go with slogan. Yeah. Dude, 7 million cubic feet of hydrogen. Yeah. Well, hey, Steve, right here. Oh, hi, what's up, Larry? I almost didn't recognize you. What's the story with the Shiner? Oh, this? Well, yeah, I guess Rhonda didn't take kindly to me saying uh, that I'd like to take my dipstick and make sure it's lubricated in more than just her engine block. Oh, wow, you actually said that? Well, yeah, if she didn't want me to. Why'd she work at a place called Jeffy Lou? Oh, look, look, Larry. You can't say things like that in public to anyone. It's inappropriate to sexually proposition someone who isn't a registered Unicorp sex worker. Jeez, you kids. So how do I know who is a registered Unicorp sex worker? Larry, I've told you about my hot contacts before. Yeah, I know, Steve. The one with the watermelon tits and the fisting. You said you didn't walk straight for a week. I'm trying to ask you how I find No, Larry. My hot contacts. In my eyes. I slip these babies on and I see an AR overlay of everyone with insight. And if they have triple X content available for sale. Just put on your hot contacts and find your next hot contact. Steve, you're a genius. I personally keep mine on 24-7 just to make sure I don't slip up, and it only costs me about 40% of my monthly salary. Well, Steve, I, I know we were supposed to watch the game together, but I, uh, had something come up. I'm gonna have to go, sorry. Unicorp, the only choice for your future. Did we talk about um, how the Sacramento Kings are shooting a laser into space every time they win? That's not a good idea. <laughs> God, accidental fucking uh, intergalactic uh, Morse code. It's a purple beam, too. So it's, uh, I believe a, a purple beam is a strong beam, right? On the, uh, what is that? Like the, the visual I want to say spectral chart. <laughs> it, it's a spectrum, yeah. yeah. But it'd be the visual light spectral. Right, yeah. Which, yeah, I think purple goes into higher, but, like, also, what else goes with that purple? Because that's just all we can see of that. Like, when people shoot off a laser, we're only seeing the color part of the laser. There's a bunch of other shit going up there, too. Oh, wow, they they amped it up, even? Like we want to make sure, every time we win, fucking people in Alpha Centauri know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> The victory beam initially consisted of four purple lasers that they put on top of the arena. Uh, it was a thousand watts of RGB power. That's not that. It's the brightest full-color laser equipment in the world. Yeah, but that, get that full-color part in there. 
Just look <laughs> up what a solid laser goes up to. Right, yeah. But I didn't even know they had like RGB lasers. Yeah, they do. And that's exactly what you end up sacrificing. Yeah. And I bet you the laser that it shoots into that component is actually fucking a stronger than that laser. It's just fucking and then like filtered down. Well, so it's probably got a power dampener on it that lowers it down to the temperature that the like lowest temperature gel can take. Cuz that's what it's just going to be shooting it through like a diode gel of some kind and yeah. those can't all go to the same temperature. But yeah, the reason why I brought any of this shit up in the first place. <laughs> why is that? What the fuck do you think a Pokéball is? Oh man, I don't know. It's um part genie lamp, um part bear trap. But so here's <laughs> the thing. We know that in the Pokémon world there's no magic. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I agree. And we know I'm that... Checking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the closest thing to magic there is is Mew. And that one okay, time yeah. that... Psychic power? Well, no, Pikachu turns Ash back from a statue at some point in time with the power of love and a tear. In the Pokemon movie, right? Correct. Yeah. So that's like the only instance, and I chalk that up to Mew um, doing Mew things and just not telling anybody because <laughs> like that's not a power of pikachu but so i kind of think that and like we know that you can store pokemon in computers from pokeballs so that shit's data pokemon are stored in the balls but you take them out of the balls and put them <laughs> in the computer p is stored in the balls no it's not <laughs> yeah that's not how it works at all <laughs> um, you've seen that meme though right yeah, I've also heard people yell it, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say yes because what's gonna happen is some twelve year old's gonna hear that shit and hear two adults say there's pee in the balls, and he's gonna think that's where the pee is. And I'm against misinformation. Yeah. Um. But no. So pee is I think not stored in the balls. That's correct. The official platform or the the official status of this podcast is that pee is not stored in the balls. Yep. It's stored in your bladder. <laughs> Um, anyway, I think it's the same thing as teleporters, but like all in one from Star Trek. Okay. So they're teleported. So no. So I think it's, do you know what a teleporter actually is in Star Trek? I'm not sure. I've, I've seen very little Star Trek. So it's a matter vaporizer and cataloger. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you like stand in the thing, right? And it beams you up. No, it disintegrates you. Okay. Into nothing. Beam me up, Scotty. Records that, and then on the other side, it sends you as data, and it laser prints your ass out. So, like every time you teleport in the Star Trek universe, you're dying. That's a thing that like is, like it's almost hack to be like, oh, you die every time. It's like the prestige at this point in time of that. <laughs> but I think that that's what fucking Pokeballs are, and they just have a self storage unit in there. Okay. So I think it's just a fucking, like, laser data reader, and they're just fucking murdering Pokemon. Or any organic life, because I'm pretty... Like, they don't show what happens when you throw a Pokeball at a person, but why wouldn't it work? Yeah, I've often wondered that. And, like, when you miss. Because there's a lot of misses, even in the games. I think it's organic matter, because I think you should, like, But not plant life? No, I think it does plant... Bellsprout's a fucking plant. 
Well, yeah, but well, so think I think about when they when hit the tree, they just the show tall grass. Hit, yeah, it just gives one blade of grass. But it never does that. Or Are you sure it it's in that. the grass? <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm saying is we never see it just hit a tree. Because I think it would just rip that fucking tree out of the ground. <laughs> There'd be nothing there. And that's yeah. what actual forest work is in the Pokemon world. And why it's impossible to just have an axe to cut <laughs> things is because they just use Pokeballs when they need a tree. To just go throw a Pokeball at a tree, <laughs> bring it to the fucking shop throw it on there and they have like fucking four pokemon with cut yeah just turn it into lumber what if it could distinguish though and only took certain organic matter of the tree so like you had a peach tree and you threw a pokeball at it and then it just juiced the rest of the peaches you know like you threw the pokeball and everything disappeared but a bunch of peach juice fell i don't know that that (laughs) would so that'd be an interesting gum how would you do that because you would have to press matter back together. Because if it's atomizing the entire thing, how would it not get the juice? Because the juice is the thing until pressure. Like that's, that's one of those how do knives work questions yeah. where I'm like, at what point in time is this a different organism? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it through. I just wanted to imagine a Pokeball juicing. I mean, I would just <laughs> go with, uh, what's his name? Machomp? Which one's the one with the forearms? Yeah, that's him, right? Yeah, uh, just, Machop. Machamp. Yeah, Machoke is the middle. That's right. Yeah, so Machoke's the one with the arms. With forearm. Yeah, the really beefy ones. And yeah, then Machamp then he has turns, forearms. No, the middle one has forearms. The other one has two, I thought. No. Middle one has two. Because I know... I There's think like I'm, the little kid one, and he has two arms. Yeah, that's And then chop. he evolves, and he gets like real buff, and that's Choke. And See, I thought is the forearmed like. Okay, I thought that the middle one had to because that's the way <laughs> it is with Graveler. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that one. Yeah, because Graveler like gains gains two arms and then and loses then it turns into two the arms. Golem. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's weird. But anyway, <laughs> I just I was going through all of the things that I've always wanted to know how it works technology-wise, and I think that they owe us an explanation at this point in time of, like, what exactly a poke-a-fucking-ball is. Yeah, so you just get one of those forearm dudes and make him juice. <laughs> I bet he could just crush watermelons, right? Under his biceps, two at a time. I don't think that's how you juice a watermelon. <laughs> Pretty sure the way you juice a watermelon is you use some form of blender. What? You've never seen Ben Askren do that? Why would I watch... Is this going to be something (laughs) where I watch somebody waste food on YouTube? Yep, exactly. Yeah, see, that's why. Because I don't like watching people on YouTube waste food. Especially not like red sticky stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I remember the whole fucking leg crush watermelon. You also don't get juice out of that. You get some juice on the ground out of that. Oh, yeah, I have seen this girl, too, that does it. This is who I was talking about, though. So I'm not even sure why this is impressive. Yeah, do you think you could do it? Well, I 100% could if you let me choose the watermelon. You can crack a watermelon open by flicking it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, if it's kind of rotten, right? No, if it's that's how, you, like, a real perfect ripe watermelon, you just walk up and flick, and it splits along the fucking, uh, like, lighter part of it. Really? Look, you're on YouTube right now. You can look that shit up. <laughs> Is that like the watermelon trick? That's a watermelon trick. But you probably have to like score it first or something. There's just a point on it. 
It, there's so it's like maximum water swellage. Okay. But I would flick watermelon open or some shit. I'm pretty sure that one at the very top on the right yeah, is how to open it. a watermelon with a flick. You use a toothpick. You poke it near the watermelon anus. I've never seen anybody <laughs> use the toothpick. And then you flick it right in the watermelon anus. Yeah, I feel like the toothpick is not necessary. Interesting. So it's almost like like the alternate, well, I, yeah, alternate way of opening a banana. Because most people do it by the top. Have you seen a monkey open a banana? Well, so monkeys don't even usually open bananas because that's a misconception. They usually just <laughs> fucking eat the peel. Well, they usually open it the opposite way, like from what we the would consider middle? the bottom. Pretty sure that if you give a banana to a monkey in the wild, they just put it in their mouth. I know there is all of the zoo monkeys eating bananas that we showed them that you open bananas. This isn't, I don't peel bananas like this. I don't think he's going to do it that way, I think. I use a fucking paring knife and I just cut them all open. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't, this takes, see all of this thinking and prep work he's doing? <laughs> if you just take a fucking knife that you have in your kitchen and cut the fucking thing open, you're done. You do it at the top or the bottom? Yeah, I also don't eat bananas. No, I just cut, see where he's holding right there? Yeah. I just put it in there, drag it down the side. But I don't eat bananas. I only ever cook with bananas, so I'm always opening multiple bananas. What are you making with bananas? Uh, banana Foster? Mm, no, I've never made <laughs> Banana Fosters. Uh, no. <laughs> usually, uh, what I'm making with banana is banana bread. Nice. I love I a mean, banana I work, bread. I worked catering in which a lot of things were, hey, we have 500 bananas left from this one thing, so just make stuff with bananas, which I don't like, so I viciously cut apart. Bananas? Yes. You hit them all? I'm not. No, I don't like bananas at all. <laughs> I think bananas are disgusting. It's upsetting that bananas are almost completely necessary for to make like a good smoothie. Yeah. When I worked at, uh, we also had like a you know like a side smoothie operation. <laughs> yeah, within diversification the of product, sir. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the bananas were the nastiest shit, and we got them like shipped to us. Frozen, obviously, uh, but pre-sliced, like, into little yeah. rounds. And so then we'd put them into, like, one of those metal uh, tin type of things. I don't know if there's a particular name. You know, where you can set it in a cooler. So, remember when I was talking about ninth pans? Yeah. That's a third pan. Third pan. All right. <laughs> so three Definitely of those make that. <laughs> a full pan, which is a hotel pan. And okay. depending their depth... Two inch, four inch, or six inch are called two hundreds, four hundreds, or six hundreds. Nice. They also make eight hundreds, but that's weird. And they also make fourths, but that shit's for hot dog stands. Yeah, but we used to, you know, we'd throw the bananas in this, into that little tin, uh, and probably like three hours later, they were just a disgusting brown slime. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things you could have done about that. One of them is definitely keep oxygen off of it. Yeah, which you can course. do with saran wrap. Yeah, you just push that shit into the mush, and then you get this little fun bag to play with on top. That's like a weird mush texture. Yeah, Junk I it. wonder. I mean, that is something we did with more than just the bananas, and I think it was like during the busy days, it just like didn't matter because you're just pulling it off so much. Yeah. But I think on the slower days, it would yeah, it would definitely keep them fresher. 
But they would, well, the would, bananas would get so disgusting. Yeah, they have to. They're going to get oxidized. You're not supposed to keep bananas unpeeled. Like, yeah. So the cost-effective way to do that is to just buy fresh bananas and make your <laughs> recipe I know, I'm a so half pressed. a banana. Well, it's because they're fucking training teenagers, and you can't have fucking, uh, like, what's a good banana to you as a teenager who doesn't give a fuck about bananas <laughs> is way different than somebody who's paying $8 for a smoothie. So yeah. you're just going to grab whatever fucking banana you see, and then the person behind you is going to see you grab something that should have been banana bread a week ago, <laughs> versus the frozen shit. Like, everybody everybody understands and makes the concession that when they're getting frozen stuff, it's not as good. Yeah. Which is kind of silly, because some things are just fine frozen, but banana's not one of them. I remember one of the smoothies was called the Strawberry Shooter. That sounds like it should be <laughs> filled with liquor. I know. Or like it's a weird cowboy drink or something. Oh, that's. I remember when I was running like kitchen, the owner just showed up with a fucking smoothie, like a icy machine. We would call them ices here, slushies. Like, yeah, a frozen drink. Yeah, but like just a two hopper system. And then like three hours after that, somebody showed up with a fucking watermelon. And they're like, let's just put this in there with fucking booze. <laughs> and we just started selling sloshies. And it was a terrible idea. How did it turn out? Oh, it was delicious. It was a fucking nice. terrible idea because it's really, really, really hard to uh, do inventory based on random fruits that people bring in. So no one really knows mm. anything except for the amount of liquor that goes into it. And like that place was bad with that form of inventory in the first place. So it really was just a sloshy for employees and employee friends fucking deal. And when you're doing that shit with fresh fruit, it goes bad real fast. So like, you can't even be like, well, we tried to save some of it because like, it doesn't, it doesn't reconstitute well after you freeze it. Yeah. And you have like two days to serve it. (laughs) and then it's kind of like weird flavored it's still good but you can't sell it so like of course you're gonna give it away and drink it yeah just melt it down and turn it into jello shots no because that's (laughs) that would not set up well you would have to dilute it a lot like it's a that's a solid idea to strain out some pulp too (laughs) no actually so the watermelon was it fine. just breaks down. Was completely fine. We tried I could see that. We did like orange and stuff and we had to pulp all of those. Yeah. But watermelon it like helped. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff is so like silty. Yes. Yeah, well silty. that's one of that's like the worst. Word. Yeah, towards the <laughs> end of yeah, you come up with a lot of ways to describe <laughs> fruit that you're like, I need to say why I don't want to use this. Yeah. Because like you don't want to use silty melons on like a fruit and cheese board. Silty melon, but you can throw a silty melon in a fucking smoothie just fine. <laughs> the all new burlesque squad, Ugh, silty melons. Silty melons. <laughs> I mean, that does. If somebody said that I was going to a silty melons club, I would expect <laughs> chest hair. Oh, silty melons. They got silty feet. Isn't there? I'm pretty sure there's some form of fey monster called a silky. I mean, let's look it up. Google machine. This, this is going to be another Keelan just knows monsters. I want to say it so has. This will be a new monster for me, I believe. So. I've, well, I want to say the Silky like hangs out with Banshees, but. Uh, well, okay, so in Celtic and Norse mythology, uh, Selkie 
also spelled silky or silky <laughs> one with an i one with a y you recognize these we're looking at the uh wikipedia the... we got a stamp that kind of looks like a mermaid thing okay is this silky a fucking okay now i think i know what i know silky's from uh it's strictly strictly speaking it's it a means creature gray seal yeah so uh, should be treated as meaning any seal with or without the implication of transformation into human form. Uh, they get real specific on their made-up shit. Um, yeah, so I remember what a silky is primarily from the sci-fi channel. Has like a fucking throwaway line in one of their horror mermaid shows from like 2002. Okay. Yeah. It seems like there's basically uh, no solid definition of what a silky is other than it goes in the water and eats people. Well, it seems like there's a bit of a debate of like, are they different than mermaids or not? And there's like... Dude, cryptid people. W. Trail Denison insisted silky was the correct term to be applied to these shapeshifters to be distinguished from the merfolk. And that Samuel Hibbert committed an error in referring to them as mermen and mermaids. <laughs> Wait, so, so, so is he saying are. that there are actual mermaids and mermen, or that it's like pterodactyl and the whole classification was wrong to begin with, and that they're all actually silkies? Uh, well, it sounds like Denison is saying, yeah, the, the, the silkies, the silkies are... Their own separate thing. And, and this there other are dude made an error. Yeah. And this other guy tried to lump him in with the mermaid, but he's wrong. It's too distinguishable. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, A, mermen weren't originally a thing. Like, no. that was, no. Just the, the merfolk? Um, yeah, because mer isn't, like, one of the first mer... Because they're mer... mer... merwomen? <laughs> Mermaids? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're mer people, all right? But... It, <laughs> So mermaids were originally like they hung out on rocks and lured men to their deaths. Yeah, that was the whole thing, right? And, yeah, and uh, no one there were they like, and then they dragged them home to the mermen because the mer women <laughs> do the hunting. They're and, mythical uh, creatures. There's not really required to have like the whole binary reproductive cycle. Yeah, because sailors would um, start tripping and getting delirious out at sea right and they would look at seals and manatees and things and there think was, they were beautiful women yeah but there is actually something about a call too i think it ended up being a bird those are sirens right what's the difference between a mermaid and a siren aren't they kind of similar so mermaids and sirens are one of those like divergent monsters yeah like the sirens were mermaids right but the so sirens like were like of famous <laughs> mermaids like a medusa is a gorgon Right. Okay, I see. God, but did can they... you tell I didn't get laid for a long time? <laughs> what do you mean? The I mean, guess what year Keelan lost his virginity in, based on his knowledge of monsters. <laughs> you couldn't drop sweet lines like "Your gaze turns me to stone, Medusa." No, because in order to do that, you have to have a woman around you. Oh, they yeah. don't hang out in uh, the Dungeons and Dragons manual. Which is funny, because I've read the whole monster manual, but I have not read the actual how to play Dungeons and Dragons manual all the way through. Yeah. You're just in that creature. Dude, well, A, I had them <laughs> lying around the house as a kid. 
and I loved uh, encyclopedias of all. I still do. I just don't uh, get to have encyclopedias is so much space to take up to have random facts. <laughs> what? This is insane. A selkie wife and human lover. This is a section of the. Wikipedia. Yeah, I feel like the kid's like normal fucking human and then ends up going to the sea when it reaches puberty or some shit. <laughs> uh, kind of. A typical folktale is of a man who steals the female selkie's skin. Yo. Which is like, what? God, I even <laughs> remember more of this. So there's a fucking episode of X-Files about this. Um, yeah, they, they find them naked on the shore and compel her to become his wife. The wife will spend her time in captivity longing for the sea and will often gaze at the ocean longingly. And then at some point they steal their skin back and return to the sea. I feel like I've been told that story as well. Um, and that's she also... has several children and sometimes one of the children will tell her where the skin is. Got the heart of a pilot. I don't think so. That's one of so we talk what, a lot you about doubt my heart. No, 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 I thought you were saying I have the heart of a pilot. I was like, because I think one thing we're both yeah. pretty honest about is neither of us are really fans of heights. But oh, I love they heights. Don't really stop us from doing stuff. No, I love heights. The higher, the better. That's terrible. I fucking hate being <laughs> in high places because you can die there. But yeah. I also have never once been like, I'm not going there because it's in a high place. And it almost seems like, because like, there's no way in hell you're getting me on one of those like circular buildings that they're like, just lean forward a little bit over this piece of glass. Circular buildings? What do you like? Have, uh, it's become a somewhat popular thing to like have like the Space Needle or something? Yeah, but smaller. Okay. To have like a deck or an area that just has like a, oh yeah like a, an observation deck yeah but it's like specifically bowed out and has places where you can stand and lean it forward right right to look yeah. straight down like I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> why why are you gonna put yourself in that position I can take a picture yeah that type of thing definitely doesn't appeal to me like leaning into it or like. Well, it's Even like, really like a glass bridge. Well, a glass bridge, I guess, is different. That is a little bit appealing. I see, and I don't think I would go on a glass bridge. Like, if I went on a, hey, here's all of the science to prove that this is crazy, super future plexiglass yeah. that's indestructible, and part of it was they dropped a large rock on a replica of one right next to it, and it didn't break, then I might go on it. <laughs> but I would probably want to go on the broken one because I'd be able to see the scratches. Yeah. Because I would get vertigo, like, for sure on that shit. You go on the one that has the LCD screen installed, and they just play a video of it cracking. I'm fine with that. <laughs> like, that would probably Isn't that a real me. thing? I feel like I've yeah, seen a video of that. There's like, also uh, a really cool... Uh, the shark one? Well, there's one of the visitor centers on the way to Yellowstone has a river through the middle of it. Just okay. in like high def TVs that are literally just uh, poly like urethane into the ground. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but no, I won't even like that fucking fish tank that exploded recently. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was nuts. In Germany or something, right? I wanted, I think it was in Germany. I watched a whole fucking thing on like basically they're like, this was a time bomb and it almost certainly was compromised when they were trying to do maintenance on it. 
Dang. Um, is there a video of it bursting yet? I, I saw think, like the one of the aftermath. I think there's a video of it, but it happened like literally it was over a million tons. That's nuts. So like it decompressed in like a frame. Yeah. I think 12 fish survived <laughs> and two people were injured. And that's because the whole thing was fucking emptied. Yeah. Cause it happened at like four in the morning yeah, or something. Like, didn't it? Yeah. They got real lucky with that, but that had an elevator in the middle of it. And I cannot tell you how fucking much money you would have to give me to get into that fucking elevator. <laughs> it's unnecessary. That's not the direction you want water to be to like safely store it all the way around you. I get enough. I have enough issue walking in like the archways when they're like get clever at uh, what are they called when it's animals? Aquariums? Uh, like a habitat? Yeah, but like when you go to a place. So like it's not it's not just yeah okay yeah Yeah, it's not just a zoo aquatic creatures yeah it's not a fish zoo yeah an aquarium yeah (laughs) I'm bad with because there's I equestrian was almost what came out and I'm pretty sure that's going to the horse yeah like I go to the equestrian yep equine equestrian dude I know equine liberties and rights yeah teach them to read then they can lead I had a cousin she was a horse girl. She still is. Well, now she's a horsewoman, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very, very progressive. Of you, Adam. <laughs> but she, uh, she went to school for equine therapy. Like psychotherapy or no, physical I, I think therapy? Like, now she's a nurse, so I'm just assuming it was the physical aspects. She also rode horses, so I think it was like about kind of maintaining your horse, giving it the proper Do therapy. Do you think it would be hilarious if her job was like she had one of those really big fucking like therapy tables yeah and the horse just like went laid like on its back on there and she's like how's your day yeah <laughs> like that's how did you feel when that kid just called you a big dumb animal <laughs> you just neigh at it you're like i feel you buddy well yeah i would assume <laughs> that your sister can speak some form of horse if she went to horse therapy school my cousin cousin sorry um, yeah Funny, same cousin. I don't know if this is still the case, but she was fluent in Elvish. Oh, you! Point. I know of this one. <laughs> yeah. You should just write some Elvish shit to her and see if she gets upset. Because if I knew somebody who spoke Elvish, I would never let them live that down. I meant to ask her, actually, because I saw her recently. But I hadn't seen her in years, and I, I was like, oh, I should ask her about that. It'll be funny. And I'm really just curious about the status of her Elvish, or if it's faded or what. If it went away. I don't know how but that I forgot Because I never learned like another language enough to know whether or not I forgot anything. Yeah, same here. I've, I knew very little Spanish to where I could maybe have a conversation. And I think I could... I, I probably still remember the same amount of I Spanish. I 100% cannot have a conversation in Spanish. But I can say como se dice, so I'm pretty confident myself <laughs> in surviving. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it would be a very simple conversation. You know, like tourist kind of. I use hand gestures. I got real yeah. used to using hand gestures when I was working up. And they were like, by the way, everyone you work with is fluent in Turkish and <laughs> Turkish. I was like, cool. Um, I've never even contemplated what that language is. Yeah. Luckily, human beings are real good with eye movement and hand gestures. Uh, do you find yourself in a new place? 
and don't know what to say? Just living the dream. Well, when time come like this, what you do is you use the small talk generator. It degenerate a different phrase. So people talk to you. Working hard or hardly working. And uh, if you do not have exact proper phrase, it uh, it don't matter. A small talk. My anus is bleeding. And uh, you know we got something for the men. <laughs> yes, you uh, you switch this to a sexy mode, and uh, you get some new choices. Then I'd like to take my dipstick and make sure it's lubricated in more than just her engine block. Uh, so remember, this important to buy. Support us now. Thank you. I told you I've been listening to Thumb Cramps, which is upsetting to me because it allows me to see all of the games that I don't. But it is an excellent show, but they do try and make it kid-friendly. But is so, this a so they, it's video a forum or audio? audio. I, you're okay. the only human that well, watches it exclusively. It is a podcast, but you okay. watch exclusively video podcasts. <laughs> Which, uh yeah yeah right. no i've never think there were some that i listened to in audio form but i feel like you did that that one time now. at work would you sent like a message asking for uh podcasts like i feel like that's <laughs> the only time you have ever listened to audio podcasts like probably six years ago or something you just sent me a message just like Hey man, you got any podcasts i just got a new job that i can listen to podcasts <laughs> oh yeah yeah, that probably was it then. Yeah. Yeah, and then I switched to mostly video. Yeah, and I don't... I, I, A, I don't watch too much YouTube on my phone because yeah. it's kind of useless, especially if there's any writing on it because it compresses the video to the point where even if my <laughs> eyes were good enough, those are just pixels. Yeah. But, yeah, and it's like I... I gotta do stuff while I'm listening to a podcast, otherwise I feel guilty for not doing stuff. I usually do stuff too. I don't. It's funny that, but like you're saying, I mean, I do mostly consume them in video format, but I don't really watch them. That's the way. So <laughs> I, there is a like zone of sculpting that I get into that's watching TV shows that I know really well. Yeah. That, you just kind of hear it and pick it up. Well, and I'll, st- I'll stare at it too because I do, ha- I've got decent uh, 3D awareness of myself. Yeah, so yeah. I can make. Once you get in the zone, too. I can go a while and have an idea of what I'm doing with my hands on a sculpture without looking at it. So I can watch part of the TV, and I make comments to it. Like, I talk to the fucking TV, and I talk to the sculpture about what's on the TV and shit like that. But nice, I can't fucking tell you the second I turn that off anything that happened in the (laughs) show that I was watching. Reading pages of text, and you're like, what did I just read? Yeah, that's pretty much just how I read texts. just overall <laughs> yeah that's one of the reasons why there's always like even if i didn't that's the morris code card in my wallet is not because it has morris code it's because i need something that's a straight line to track on a page oh yeah and if i don't do that for some reason the second i take that shit away it's like oh that was all just one word like you, <laughs> I, you could have read that the same way they write the matrix like vertically like it's all diagonally it's the same man yeah we ought to baby eat the boy. Ah, dude. <laughs> like that. What was the fucking solution to that? Because there was a nine pounds, three ounce. They like say the weight of the baby as well. 
Yeah, because that's the initial, like, it's Baba, we ought a baby Itza boy. And then, yeah. yeah, he just followed up with, like... Nine pounds, three ounces. He, <laughs> yeah. I think he just yells what it is. Which, can you still do collect calls? Because I would love to collect call my dad on his cell phone. That's a good question. I would assume that you can. I'm just going to stop using my cell phone and only go into collect calls and be like, Dad, you want me to fucking be able to contact <laughs> you? You're going to have to foot the bill a quarter at a time. It's so weird how like relatively new the phone is, even. Like, the invention? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much everything's brand new. <laughs> I know. I've, just, I've been having such a weird sense of time lately. I was thinking about... Um, Sorry, I'm trying to read at the same time. I think they do still exist, collect calls. Yeah, definitely does. Collect call my dad from my cell phone <laughs> to his cell phone and be like, I just thought we both needed some money spent. Yeah, because I was reading about Ed Kemper, the serial killer. Okay. And uh, You're lucky it's what era it is right now, otherwise that would be troubling. What? Like, now you can be looking up serial killers and just drop that shit in normal conversation, and it doesn't matter, <laughs> right. because the likelihood <laughs> that you actually looked it up yourself is kind of low. Like, that could have just been suggested to you. I mean, it actually was. There I... was a post yesterday that was just a picture of this dude, and he was like a, a beast of a guy. He's 6'9". So it's like him standing next to two prison guards, and they look like little people yeah. next to him. But... Is that who they based fucking Crocodile off of? Maybe. I don't know that they base Crocodile off anybody. Like, the entire Batman enemy lineup seems a lot like one one lunch break. (laughs) They're like, let's name a bunch of animals. (laughs) But yeah, I was reading about that guy. And he has a wild story. I feel like all the 60s serial killers are so insane. What the fuck sentence was that? You can just say all the serial killers. You're right, but I mean... The the 60s ones just had better jet-set lifestyles? It's like, I feel like the serial killer, it probably has, it definitely has existed, uh, but as far as like the public knowledge of it, and I feel like maybe the way it was spreading at the time, just as far as people kind of catching on to the idea of it, and then like almost copycat crimes happening. Well, copycat crimes became, that was like a new thing. Right. Or a new thing that they could prove, because like things... The Jack the Ripper thing, which I guess they figured out who it was, but oh, did they? Yeah, but also, do I believe them? Because the answer is fucking no. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not getting more than forty years in the past before I'm like, I don't really consider much of your evidence, like unless you went through the scientific method and have like actual physical things that I can fucking touch and see. Like, I, nothing you say is true. Like, I just won't won't deal with it because they said the stuff that they said before was true as well and we're on like the third iteration of some of this shit where i'm just like (laughs) maybe we just admit while you're saying it that you are guessing (laughs) i do feel there was like an epidemic of serial killers like rounding up at that time that is uh confirmation bias yeah i could definitely see that no it is because that's the first time we were confirmationing it right like we just didn't know that that was a thing really before we thought that that was like a one-off every once in a while (laughs) and then we're like turns out that all you have to do is have like ten thousand people and one of them probably gonna be a serial killer (laughs) yeah but this guy was 
you know, just doing kind of what I'll call almost the standard thing at the time, which is weird thing to say, but just picking up hitchhikers. Yeah, I was going to say kidnap, kill in some spot, hide in some other spot. Yeah, mostly women, just like, you know, overpower them, uh, would kill them. But that was like later down on the line. His first murder was when he was, I believe, 15. He's 14 or 15. And he was sent to stay with his grandparents. He had, like, his mom and his dad were divorced, which was still kind of uncommon at the time. And, like, they would basically just ship him between the two. Like, it seemed like both the parents couldn't handle him or, like, didn't want him. Um, But he wanted to be with his dad. So he eventually, like, ran away, lived with his dad. And then the dad sent him to live with his grandparents. And he just murdered both of his grandparents one day. Like, and then called his mom <laughs> and was like, uh, hey, I just killed grandma and grandpa. What should I do? <laughs> and his mom was just like, go stay with your dad. No, she was like, you should call the police, which is what he did. And then uh, they determined that he was insane. Oh, so, so they just like knew about him before he became like a mass serial killer guy. Like, how oh, many they pe- definitely knew about him. Like, the police came and were like, "Yep, you for sure shot and killed both of your grandparents, and now you're going to a facility." Well, I think they were going to put him in jail, but then determined yeah, that he was insane. insane. Uh, but then they let him out a few years later because he joined the um like prison therapy program or something yeah or whatever facility he was in (laughs) within three or four years i think they were like no this dude he helped us out a lot developed our curriculum and he's probably fine to go back out and that's really funny you remember (laughs) me telling you that like one of the sociopath things is being (laughs) able to just completely perfectly mimic being a normal fucking person yeah. Yeah, that's how you find out the hard way. How many people do you kill after that? Uh, I think 10. Yeah, cool. It was, yeah. That guy's, that's like a fad diet thing hitting a fucking mentally or a mental insane asylum. They're just yeah. like, they Atkins diet mental health and just let a serial killer like fucking loose. <laughs> like he completed a 10 point program and even served juice sometimes. Yeah. It was crazy. He also, there was this one part that I was reading about that seemed crazy. And it seems like so many of these killers have weird, like, strokes of fortune, whether it's, like, incredibly bad luck or good luck. I don't even know if you could call it luck. (laughs) No, you would call it luck. You wouldn't call it fortune. Because you can have good (laughs) and bad luck. You can have misfortune. But that is, yeah. But there was this one part I was reading so most of these women that he would pick up at were at college age, but there's one like high school age girl that he picked up. He was holding her at gunpoint. He was like in a van taking her to the woods, basically. Like that's what he would do. He'd take yeah. him out there and like kill him and whatever. Like had her at gunpoint in the van and then at some point gets locked out of the van. <laughs> and the girl's uh. in the van with the gun and uh. lets him back in. What the fuck is <laughs> yeah, wrong like, with what? people? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, like, weird. Man, I, mean. I, so I had this as probably, I don't know if this is okay. I ended up unpacking, like, this one time I was, like, sort of kidnapped. 
which is not the time that was the fun time I was kidnapped. It's the time that I ended up getting picked up in the middle of the night by some dude while I was walking home. Yeah. And he was like, hey, man, my girl likes fucking around with blah, blah, blah. And like pulled a picture out and like was trying to get me to go back to wherever he was going. And then we went past where I was supposed to get dropped off. And I was just like, oh, hey, man, you just went past whatever. And he was like, oh, no, we'll keep going. And he continued to try and get me to go. And we stopped at a red light. And I just jumped out of the car and walked away. Yeah. Like five or six days ago, I was in the shower just sitting there being like, man, I was almost murdered. (laughs) And just had a full, like, breakdown of the entire thing. I was like, yeah, I just probably almost died. Like, that guy really wanted me to go back. And the only reason he didn't fucking just circle around and grab me is because I had a fucking knife on me. Yeah. I was just walking around with a knife. That's crazy. Do you think there was, like, a wife or anything? No, the was more, it a weird sex crime so or a the, murder or both? Oh, I think this was going to be a sex crime murder. Because <laughs> yeah. the more I, like, analyzed the, like, picture of the chick, it was, like, a stock picture that yeah, just you would some, just get out yeah. of, like, those little fake square cutouts. It was not like photo <laughs> quality. You're like, yeah. I can see the Getty image. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, this writing was, on it. This was post that. It was more like he went and bought like uh, a wallet, and it was like the wallet size, <laughs> so it was glossy, but it wasn't photo gloss. Yeah, it was like print home printer gloss. Yeah, and like there's like <laughs> analyzing of like the look in his eyes, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't really catch that look when I was a kid, but that is the one that you die after seeing yeah but that was an interesting shower it's <laughs> just like oh my god <laughs> there's a lot of ways i've almost died and that i did not think was one of them until just now i guess that was another thing with this dude um getting people to get into your vehicle well he like as a child he had a few near-death experiences it, he seemed to be obsessed with death and like the circumstance of death rather than like inflicting pain on people. I'm super glad that I took the opposite <laughs> fucking lesson from being almost killed sometimes, which was at no point in time put yourself in the things where you almost get killed because that's no fun. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if like if that's a random kind of coincidence thing or if that did influence. It- his behavior it possibly did like being uh i think um, with him it did too because a couple of them were like his sister fucking with him like she pushed him into a pool well there's also some people like get addicted to adrenaline like they like adrenaline rushes and i don't if you give me an (laughs) adrenaline rush like my first thought is i'm going to die and my second thought is kill whatever gave me an adrenaline (laughs) rush like there's no like ooh, that was fun you got all flight in your fight or flight? No, it's it's <laughs> flight first, then murder. There's no like in between. That's you've probably seen it when I duck away and then go forward real fast. When I get scared, that's that's all that happening right there, and that's me like reigning control of my brain and being like not a dinosaur. <laughs> that's your move. The duck away, swing forward. Well, it's because you duck away and then you realize in your head on the way back that you, you're where are you gonna go. Because that's, I don't, the flight part of my life isn't a real thing. Like, well, I'm just going to run forever. Eventually, it's just going to hit a fucking desert. Like, you got to you gotta fight stuff. And that's, that's how we beat the raptors. Man, we got lucky with that fucking asteroid. Which one? Or the comet. 
the one that killed the dinosaurs <laughs> oh. and uh, pretty much made way for the mammals. Yeah, that one. What's um? Were we talking about that? How they just discovered two new minerals or something? Uh, no, we weren't talking about this at all. But I know what you're talking oh, about. Okay. So yeah, there's two exotic minerals that were found on a asteroid, comet, meteorite. Yeah. So that meteorite is the thing that I'm so curious about. And I I should look into it, but I didn't find any good info immediately. Yeah, that's because the, the only info there is is we put it in a fucking mass spectrometer and two things were question marks. Right. And I guess... Like, they can tell had... you what they're made out of, but they're not telling fucking uh, lead Bible or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess humans had synthesized both of those minerals yeah. before, but they had never seen it naturally occurring. Which... It's a medium on the natural part there. <laughs> right. Because hurling through space through like all kinds of exotic radiation might be the only way to produce things like that in a natural setting. Yeah. The thing that was so shocking to me, though, was that uh, the meteorite that they found these two minerals on um, was studied, analyzed in 2020. Yeah. But I guess. Um, like generations of people that lived in that area knew about this meteorite. Uh, like it had just been laying there for like yeah. decades, I would assume, yeah. maybe centuries. I want to say, I don't remember which. Uh, it it was a higher budget podcast I listened to a long time ago that pretty much covered how often, like, people just know that there's space rocks fucking sitting in the middle of nowhere that they're like everyone knows it's there but there's a like half of the people think it's true and half of the people think it's false but so just like no one ever does anything about it yeah it's uh i guess it's called the el ali it's in somalia then it's like how deep were those minerals in that rock <laughs> the location of the main mass of the meteorite is uncertain it was last recorded being shipped to china presumably for sale Ooh, black market. See, that's one thing I would probably be guilty of if I was, like, a shit-rich billionaire. Is I would be buying black market meteorites and shit. Like, I would have, instead of having a garage full of Lamborghinis or whatever the fuck people think fancy cars are, I would just be like, and this actual moon rock, not from the fucking moon landing. We got it after. Wait, this is... I need more information on this. First off, what's a pastoralist? Is that just a pastor? So this says local pastoralists were aware of the rock for between five and seven generations, and it featured in songs, folklore, dances, and poems. The meteorite was brought to the attention of the international community by Karim Mining and Rock's company staff who were prospecting for opals in the area. They identified the rock and started moving it to Mogadishu before the Somalia government intervened. All right. Well, that's all disappointing and sad that that (laughs) giant corporate fucking opal moguls decided to find that thing that the government was then like, oh, um, we know about that and please stop fucking with it. Five to seven generations. That's insane. And I I guess it was in a limestone rich valley. With thick vegetation where camels foraged. Yeah, I'd be be curious as to how often those guys breed. 
And it sounds like it's super the dark. They refer to it as Nightfall. The rock? Yeah. Well, it's probably just a black piece of fucking iodized fucking iron on the outside. Dang. Iodized fucking oxidized. Yeah, it sounds like this thing is in a little uh, desert oasis. I guess it's a camel herding community where they uh, bring their animals to drink from... What did it say? I lost my place here. Magic rock powers? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I guess that's gonna be it. If you would like to get a hold of me, I am on uh, both Instagram and Twitter while it's still a thing as Jane Fritz, J A I N underscore Fritz with an S. And Adam says stuff now. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I am also on Instagram. I am VR Frittatas. Uh, VR Frittatas like the breakfast food. Uh, there is also the official UPP Twitter and Twitch as well. On Twitch, we are UPP underscore Playa, P-L-A-Y-A. Um, and if you're watching Twitch, you can watch uh, the other channel I participate in, Andy underscore Pants, A-N-D-E-E underscore Pants. That's all I got. Cool. Uh, civil disobedience is the way forward. Peace. It's my turn, Adam. (laughs) That one was especially loud for some reason. It's because I was real excited to do it. (laughs) I don't know if you've noticed, but I have to be careful with my energy that I put into things. It makes cans crack louder, swear words hit harder. Dang. Yep. (laughs) Got the hands of a dancer. I don't know what it means, but I love saying it.